0: Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher.
1: Okay. All right. Welcome. Wow. We'll jump on the gun today. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Happy Fat Pile Friday. You know, really, um, welcome to it. Thanks for coming along for the ride today. An uh, incredible amount of fat to get to on the fat pile today so we might as well just jump in smack dab in the middle of the fat we can start with the man uh in hawaii who is now free but for two years he wasn't because of a mistaken identity and the authorities just covered it up because they didn't want to admit it incredible Now, thanks to the Hawaii Innocence Project, and I'm sure that's a fine group of people at the Hawaii Innocence Project, uh, they say the officials just arrested this man who was homeless, and they thought he was somebody else, and after they realized he was somebody else, they covered it up. Oh, okay. So according to this, this man fell asleep while waiting in a food line outside of a Honolulu shelter. And his his name is Spriesterbach. Spriesterbach, S P R I E S T E R S B A C H. So Spriesterbach was <laughs> fell asleep, and the police came along and arrested him. Now he thought they were arresting him for sleeping on the sidewalk, which is banned in Honolulu. Now, even if you're homeless, you know what's banned. You can't be falling asleep on the sidewalk, so you know you, you know you may get arrested. I'm sure normally the police come along and go, Hey, you, move! I know you're not sleeping out in front of this homeless shelter. Get off the sidewalk! But this time they arrested him. So apparently they thought he was, you know, obviously they thought he was some other guy. And he said, after he finally realized that they thought he was this other guy, he said, I'm not him. I'm not him. And they said, oh man, this guy is crazy. Get him to the crazy house. So they sent him to the crazy house. They had him committed to the Hawaii State Hospital. Oh, okay. So, For two years, this guy is in the crazy house going, I'm not him! I'm not him! I'm Spreesterbach! Spreesterbach, that's me! Two years. And every time he did that, the hospital was like, give him some more meds. Give him some more meds. The guy's obviously out of his mind. He doesn't even know who he is. He tells he's somebody else. And just give him some more meds. So after about a year and a half, a psychiatrist says, huh, you know, he's been saying that he's the not-this-guy Castleberry and saying that he's Spreesterbock for a year and a half now. We ought to look into that. And they did, and they realized, you know, the guy who they thought Spreesterbock was was on another island at the time that they arrested Spreesterbock. And they didn't want to admit it, so they just kept him in the crazy house. Wow. So then they realized, oh, you know what? Let's just let him go. We'll just let him go. We'll just let him go. Don't worry about it. So now, I guess, uh, you know, the chickens have come home to roost, or the homeless people have come home to roost. Although, he's not home because he's now living with his sister in Vermont and his sister has him living on there. It says here that they moved to her 10-acre property, which he now refuses to leave. So now she can't get rid of him. And he de- I don't know that he's living at her house or if she's got him pitching a tent on the back couple acres. Yeah, you can you can live those last those 2 acres over there are yours. No problem, you go ahead. But holy cow, and maybe she loves him now because uh, Hawaii is going to be giving him some cash. If I'm him and I have the uh, ever-present Hawaii Innocence Project working the farm for me, I'm getting some cash from Hawaii. Man, they owe me some money. That is agonizing. It's almost you know you hear about it or you see it in movies that uh, you know they put you in the crazy house by mistake. I'm in here by mistake and nobody believes it because. It's a crazy house. And when you say anything, you can Um No. This time it was real. It took him a year and a half. A year and a half to have one guy say, you know, maybe he's telling the truth. I had to look into that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is. Go ahead and get out of here. You know, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Just go ahead. Get out of here now. <laughs> uh, didn't mean to. Didn't mean to do it for you. Take care. Just like you know who else is saying, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> yeah, boy. Sorry, man. We screwed up. So, Laguardia Airport charges a guy twenty-eight dollars for a beer. Twenty-eight bucks for a beer. That's exactly what we've been talking about with price gouging. Everybody's so concerned about price gouging when there's a storm coming by, but event pricing and airport pricing no that's not price gouging that's just that's making the, the product available for customers and of course the price is going to be more oh okay so this guy says hey 28 bucks he tweets out a story saying ooh uh this uh, airport this airport is selling me beer at 27.85 for a beer and so they were saying oh you know what no uh man we are so sorry (sighs) those prices were listed incorrectly Uh, those those prices were for the 23 ounce pours oh it wasn't just for the samuel adams bottle of ale no no gosh no good catch thank you man it was uh, it was incorrect we've uh, we've updated that now don't you worry about it it's okay oh Really? Yeah. And you know what? The next time you're in Laguardia, stop by. We'll buy you a beer. What? Well, on us, okay? We'll <laughs> get you one. No problem. You take care, okay? So, not. It's not twenty-seven eighty-five, you idiot. It's only eighteen dollars and fifteen cents. Do you know anything? So they corrected it. So how long has that been going on? Right? I mean, that's a that's a long time and a lot of money. So now it's only eighteen dollars and fifteen cents. But the state is like, uh, hey, you uh, ought, ought to take a look at that. What's going on? This, so the company that runs all this, this uh, OTG, now they have to audit all their prices, and they have to do it for to the port authority. Now the prices, of course, went up because uh, the port authority or the the city mandated that they had to raise their minimum wage to $19 an hour. And since they had to raise the minimum wage to $19 an hour, they got to raise their prices by 10% and they added an extra 10% COVID recovery fee. Oh, okay. That's good. But it's still we were wrong and we shouldn't have been that twenty seven eighty five was wrong for that beer. <laughs> oh, we're so sorry, man. It should have only been eighteen dollars. Incredible. You talk about price gouging, man. They they've got you by the well, by those when they have you at the airport, man. They're charging you whatever the heck they want and you've gotta pay it. And it's not price gouging, it's just It's prices. Huh. You mean items have a price on them to purchase, so it would be just prices. So there really shouldn't be anything called price gouging, right? Right. Okay. All right. And what is going on? Speaking of airports, as long as we're at LaGuardia, let's talk about airports. We've talked about it a little bit on the show about the madness that's going on for the airlines right and people are people are out of control on the airlines i i got it there's there seems to be more of an issue with passengers on airplanes these days now i I will also say that there's also an issue with flight attendants okay we gave them their little yellow crossing guard vest and we let them have the rules and regulations. They're able to find you and kick you off and make you not fly. We gave them all these powers. So now, any time that we don't hold the line, we got to put up with little flight attendants telling us, you can't do that. And I, I know you have to be nice and just take what they say because they just throw you in jail. just shut you down. I mean, I've told you the story a thousand times. I, was, I, I could have been thrown in jail easily And (laughs) if it wasn't for my wife, I would have been thrown in jail because she, I mean, I should just calm down. Just, just stop it. Stop it. And had she not been there, there wouldn't have been any stop it. I was all wound up. And that was before now. So I'm definitely, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely getting duct taped to a, a chair on a plane. Oh, you mean they do that to people? Yes. Yes, they do. So. Frontier Airlines, big story, had a passenger get out of control, and they duct-taped that person to the chair, to the seat. And you think, okay, well, you know, I get it. Okay, no problem. Yeah, that could happen. So apparently, a passenger groped two attendants and punched a third one in the face. And the initial statement said that uh, the flight attendants involved had been suspended, pending further investigation, because they didn't follow proper policies for restraining a passenger. And then they said, nope, you know what, we're for the flight attendants, we're backing them 100%, and there was video of the passenger, and I know that there was, you know, they had absolutely backlash from the union, uh, which, you know, demanding frontier reinstatement, and, of course, they did they they sent a revised statement saying that uh, oh they're on paid leave and it's fine we're just investigating it don't worry about it well then i'm watching a a newscast <laughs> and the flight attendant Alfredo riviera and uh, their news is interviewing him and i love the live shots from the newscast you know that's i mean it's one of my favorite things in the whole world is the live shots, but as I'm watching this, and the the, the the under underline has Alfredo Riviera, flight attendant, but as I'm listening to this guy and looking at him on screen, I'm thinking, he's not a flight attendant. That is not, re- he's got this news channel hosed. He's just pulling their leg. And I'll let you listen to it, because I don't believe that this guy is a flight attendant for Frontier or any airline, to be honest. Now, you may enjoy the things he has to say, but as I'm watching this and listening to him, I'm thinking this, I don't think this is real. Now, understand something.
2: I'm a flight attendant. That means I attend the flights. Okay, stop for just one moment. Sometimes our job has- I
1: I just gotta tell you, if you're, if you're watching live today, it's the 6th of August. 2021, if you're listening and watching live. So I'll put the video up so you can see it. Um, The man is an overweight black man. All right. There's right there is your first sign that he's not a flight attendant. He's an overweight black man. And it doesn't matter whether he's black, yellow, purple, or green. He's too overweight to be a flight attendant. That's right. I'm fat shaming. Cause I could tell you that I was a flight attendant, you would say, "Ooh, no, honey, no." I know that our standards have dropped a little in flight attendant world, stewardess world, but they haven't dropped that far. All right, so go ahead, Alfredo. Now I understand something: I'm a flight attendant. Plus, that stop means for I. A attend- there's no way. There's no way that this guy is Alfredo Rivera, or Rivera, or whatever the hell his name Rivera. He's not a car either. He's Rivera, R-I-V-E-R-A. Yeah, there's no way this guy is Alfredo Rivera.
2: In the flights, sometimes our job has us attending to crazy people. Right. If you push us too far, you're going to have to attend (laughs) this ass-whooping. You see, because on this particular flight, I'm sitting in a jump seat, And I'm just looking at him like a damn fool. He's spitting and cussing and going crazy. I say, that's enough. I got up and I walked over there. And by the way, this man smelled like a pack of Marlboro cigarettes, uh, four shots of Everclear alcohol and regret. So I know something's about to go down. At this point, he touching all over my coworkers breast. And where he up at is when he touched my titties. Cause I don't play that. So what I did is I took out the duct tape. I said, <getanter parsley> he got scared, started stuttering. say, <laughs> hold up, w- 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 wait a minute, something ain't right. I said, yeah, we Pareunde- re- bought to mummify <fatty DOUMAN-assium. dominating. epherdpit> your ass now, boy. So we wrapped him up. Better than any Christmas present you ever see. He won't be coming on no more Frontier
1: flights at all. So uh, the newscast, the newscast, uh, Global Montreal uh was proud to have a flight attendant from frontier show up is not real okay i knew it when i saw it but it has been verified that it's not i mean i you see something you know it's not real you know it's not real but until it's verified you gotta believe it right 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 all right let's go to the break room i need something Oh, cold to drink and let's hope that this is refreshing because I don't think it's going to be very disappointing. I expect so much more every time I drink out of the new Coca-Cola zero sugar and it just doesn't happen. I'm so disappointed. Anyway just saying I'm so disappointed you won't be disappointed you know if you're listening to this right now and you're not a subscriber to this show what are you doing with your life you need to turn your turn your life around and that's become a subscriber whatever you're listening to it on just if you don't like that platform you can choose a platform that you want that you like but become a subscriber and tell your friend hey you know I'm going to become a subscriber now so I don't have to sneak it off your device and you know then you can become a subscriber so just make that happen Turn your life around. Turn that frown upside down and subscribe to Chewing the Fat. And don't forget, the main rule, once you are a subscriber, is that no matter what you're listening to, you can have your headphones on and listen to, you know, I want you to listen to other things. But if somebody asks, hey, what are you listening to? You have to tell them Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. doesn't matter. I don't care what you're listening to. But if someone asks, hey, what are you listening to? Your answer must be, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Duh. So, okay. Hey, it's Richard, did you, Richard Trumpka died. Richard Trumpka, amazing. And you think, Richard who? You know Richard Trumpka, the head of the AFL-CIO. You know him. 72, just dropped over. They don't know if it was Wednesday or Thursday because they found him Thursday. They don't know if he dropped over Wednesday night or Thursday. I guess he was all by himself. I guess somebody walked in Thursday morning and went, Hey, Dick, we're here for you to uh, take you to work. And uh, they didn't hear any response, so they went to look for him. And, oh, my gosh, there he is, humped over the railing upstairs. I don't know where they found him. But, I mean, that's what happened. That's sad. I thought Richard had a family, but I guess the wife didn't like him either. But, uh, anyway, Richard, rest in peace. Really, hashtag RIP. Richard Trumka, dead at the age of 72. Yeah, he was, a, he was a fighter for the people, man. He was a fighter for the people. You know, he, he was a powerful, powerful figure for the AFL-CIO labor organization. He served as president, which represents more than 12.5 million workers for more than 10 years. And he was called a, a dear friend by our president joseph biden and uh just just a wonderful relentless relentless champion of workers rights workplace safety worker centered trade democracy and my favorite so much more richard trumpka dead at the age of 72 i thought sharon stone was running for the SAG after a deal, didn't we talk? We talked like last week or something about Sharon Stone getting pissed. She lost her, she lost her insurance. She wants everybody to be vaccinated. If you're living in anywhere in a hundred mile radius of her, you have to be vaccinated, right? So I thought she was running for the presidency of the SAG after thing with her team, but uh, she's out because Tom Hanks just endorsed Fran Drescher for president of SAG after. And uh, so Sharon either didn't pay the right people, doesn't know what she's talking about, but Hanks has endorsed Fran Drescher, and he's also backing, of course, her running mate, Anthony Rapp, and their entire team of candidates running on the ruling parties Unite for Strength and USAN Slates. So, I mean, don't look at me like that. This is the sag After platform, not mine uh tom said that the sag after future is in streaming Uh, thank you tom we appreciate it that's forward thinking right there is it tom (laughs) come on are you kidding me Uh, the future is in streaming really thank you we appreciate it where you been tom It's just agonizing. Members deserve stronger contracts, more residuals, better protections, and ending unfair exclusivity. I'm supporting USAN leadership, Fran, Anthony, and their entire team. Your vote matters. Does it? Tom, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, Tom. When you work out your contracts, you know what's in them, right? Why do, I mean... That's part of your deal, right, Tom? So I know the future is in streaming. Thank you. My name is Tom Hanks. The future is in streaming. It's 2021. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate you being on it, man. I mean, Fran is out Fran is out there. You know who else is for Fran? Uh, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin, Deborah Messing, JK Simons, Rosario Doss. I mean, they're all for Fran. Fran's in. Fran's a lock now. Got Alec Baldwin and Tom Hanks for the Fran Drescher Anthony Rap team of SAG-AFTRA. Congratulations, that's that's powerful, powerful, powerful stuff. Speaking of powerful stuff, the Rolling Stones back on tour, no filter tour. Yay, <clears throat> yay! I mean, you're gonna pay to see them. It's the Rolling Stones, right? I mean, come on, they're on tour starting in September. In, in St. Louis, they're touring. They're touring the, the states. All right, they're going to be here in the states: St. Louis, Charlotte, Pittsburgh, Nashville, New Orleans. They're going to play at SoFi. I mean, that's a that'd be a fun show to see at SoFi. Uh, they're going to play at U.S. Bank of Minneapolis. They're going to play at Raymond James in Tampa. Last time I, they played at uh, at the big sombrero when they were in Tampa a thousand years ago on one of their wheelchair tours. Um, but they they're, so they're going to play at Raymond James. Why are they not playing at AT&T Stadium in Dallas? Or Irving or whatever you want to say. Why what, Jerry don't like the doesn't like the Stones? What's that? I are mean, playing at the Cotton Bowl? Why are they playing at the Cotton Bowl? I don't know. Somebody get Mick on the phone. Because then they go to the then they go to Allegiant in Vegas. They're playing all these at Mercedes-Benz in Atlanta, Ford Field in Detroit. They're playing all these great stadiums. And they're going to play at the Cotton Bowl? I mean, come on now. They're slumming it when they come to Dallas? I don't like it. I don't like it. But I will say sad news about the Stones tour for you, okay? I'm going to break it to you right now and you can go ahead and sit down. You sitting? Okay. Charlie Watts unlikely to make the tour. I know, right? Sad. So he said he had a procedure. Done. <laughs> so, because of the procedure, which was completely successful, by the way, um, he's not probably. He's gonna. He said he. Doctors say I need proper rest and recuperation, and with rehearsals starting in a couple of weeks, it's disappointing to say the least. But you know, it's fair to say no one saw it coming. You know, I'm only 150 years old looking to go on tour and uh, I won't be able to make it. How old is Charlie Watts these days anyway? It's got to be. Okay, so he's 80. He's 80, all right? He's not 150. I'm sorry. But didn't he already, he just had, wasn't it Charlie that just had the twins a couple years ago? Mick's popping them out. I mean, they're. they're I, these guys are awesome. I love them the rolling freaking stones and i mean charlie watts the guy has been on deathbed for the last few years he had he had cancer a few years back he even said the one interview that he talked about where he had the cancer i just figured that's what you do you get cancer and die oh okay but no they, they cleared him up he's good so now thanks to the procedure he's gonna miss the uh going to miss the tour i know sad 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 news but there's the guy that's touring for him that's playing the drums for him now he's been uh, what's his stupid name now i can't remember the guy that was playing drums for him now that he said uh, oh, i'm happy to sit in and whenever charlie can come back man i'll i'm happy to just relinquish the the drum chair for him steve jordan jordan's been h- going to be his stand-in and he's played on all of uh, keith's albums and He's you know a friend of theirs, so I mean the fill-in drummer is just not Charlie. So anyway, disappointing news for you that we're excited about seeing the Rolling Stones No Filter tour here in the states. You might want to hang on and wait to see later on in the tour, right? Because early on in the tour, no Charlie. No, no Charlie. He might show up though, and I wonder if he's going to show up maybe on you know maybe in the, before the show. At they show up, and Charlie, I really wanted to be there. Well, I have a successful procedure. It just happened, so I'll be there. Maybe at the end of the tour. Mick, you guys ready to come out now? So we're wrapping up the Olympics here this weekend as we're uh, as we come to an end, and I'm getting a little nervous. I'm getting a little nervous. We are way out in front on the medal count, but we are not in the lead with the golds, and I don't like it. I won't have it. I won't hear of it. I don't want to. I don't want the end of the Olympics to happen and have us have you know over a hundred medals and still be second place in golds. No, I don't want to be number one and then be number two. No. I won't hear of it. Somebody get the IOC on the phone right now. I won't allow it to happen, okay? As of this recording right now, we have 98 total medals, and we have 31 total gold medals, and China has 36 total gold medals. I don't know. That's going to do some doing for us to beat that because I feel like... I feel like it's not going to happen. I feel like it's not going to happen. I have I have good old U.S. of A, red, white, and blue, America. Yeah, take the bronze and get out of here. That's what I feel like we're at. You know what? You got the silver, too. Get out of here. That You're not getting the gold, okay? Get out of here. We're taking the gold. So, I mean, let's make it happen. I may break down and actually watch some events this weekend because it's coming up on the end, but... We'll see. I see. We won the gold for the shot putter, though. My man, my man, set the world record and he, he set the Olympic record, but he didn't break his own world record in the shot putting. I love those guys. When my son actually trained, was training with one of the Olympic shot putters at one point to become. They were uh, they were after him to start training for the Olympics as a shot putter, and he was really good. It was re- it was really good. And then we went to the state finals in track and field and he was shot putting and discus throwing in the state finals and the guy at the state finals eliminated him told him that uh, he called he said we called you you weren't there so you're out and Elvis is like no I was sitting right here we were sitting right here I'm waiting for you to call me nope we called you you're out sorry done you're it's over that was the end of his track and field from that point on, he was so pissed at these track and field people over that he gave up gave up the whole thing. <laughs> what a loser! Then he ended up in the NFL. <laughs> what a loser athlete he was, man. <laughs> uh, I don't even want to talk to him anymore. <laughs> wow. Anyway, uh, so there's. <laughs> I see this story about a whale being saved. All right, a beached killer whale, and I think okay well you know why was the whale you know it wasn't a bunch it wasn't like a pod of whales that were committing suicide it was just one whale that was uh you know beached and these people are helping it was a six hour ordeal all right well, maybe even more until you know maybe the whale was like richard trumpka he was just stuck there till somebody saw him anyway these people find this orca whale, and it was on this Alaskan shoreline, and these bystanders were like, oh, no. And the whale was doing his whale howling like the whales do when they're beached. Ah! Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, yeah, see, they're ready to save him. He's he's busy. That Actually, that might have actually been a thank you. Let me hear that. See, I think that was a thank you because that lady was there splashing water out of these ladies are bringing buckets of water and they're hosing them down. They're saving them and they're waiting what they're waiting for the tide to come back. Okay, so all these people are there rescuing this whale, this orca killer whale, because he didn't go back out with the tide. All right. I mean, we brought in all kinds of people. They brought in all these uh, people working for the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. NOAA were there. And in fact, when the tide came back in and the whale decided to swim with the water, they didn't want anyone filming. They didn't want to spook the whale. The whale has been stuck on this ground for hours, but we didn't want to spook him when he was back in the ocean. Okay, first of all, I mean, it's nice of these people to save this whale. I got it. If you want to be nice, save the animals, whatever. Is it really our fault that this whale, I mean, maybe the whale is one of the, you know, slow whales. Ah, okay. Yeah. He yeah, might be one of the slow whales, and uh, maybe, you know, that's what happens in, on the planet. You swim up to the... And the tide starts going back out. And if you are too dumb to realize you need to swim back out into the ocean, maybe you die. Maybe that's the end of you. Right? I just...
0: (laughs) Ah! Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) Right. Thank you. And maybe that's the whale. Maybe that's the whale saying, let me die. And they're, they're taking it the wrong way. They're thinking it's saying, save me. But really, in whale speak and oh, okay. say and let me die she doesn't understand oh okay no if it was okay you'd let me alone stop pouring this water on I, mean, I don't want to live i don't want to go back to that pod of whales okay can you understand yeah. oh, just okay. let me die but no they saved him. they saved him. so thank you thank you i mean i don't know why i can't speak whale so maybe if someone can speak whale they can email chewing the fat at the blaze.com and let me know what this means
0: oh, okay. does it mean
1: thank you please let me live or does it mean stop it i want to die i don't know maybe you can you can tell me i do like having the sound effects back we're back at the studio recording in studio and i have access to some uh some sound effects in my home studio when i call it a home studio <laughs> oh, my wife's desk and uh but I, I I like playing the sound effect, hearing the sound effects again. And I was going looking through the the uh, computer board of some of the sound effects. I'd forgotten I had some of them. All right. So what I'd like to do now is maybe do a Fat Pile Friday sound effect board check. This is really kind of a sad. There needs to be a better name for it. But uh, let's go through the uh, the sound effects so I can remember what what I have. Well, go ahead. Just start with one. Oh yeah, oh yeah, sad news. Okay, I like that sad news, all right. Oh yeah, the president's coming to town, thank you. Ah, so that's just a different version, yeah. Depends on how, you know, how noble you are. Oh, that's the orangutans. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the orangutans from the zoo, they're speaking yeah they're counting down i think they're doing the alphabet or whatever from the, the orangutan speak that's what i'm saying that's what the whale the orangutans are saying uh alphabet and stuff maybe the whale was saying something else too yeah. oh, okay. right let me die oh. Gunshot. shot yeah i'd like to have that oh yeah what am i circus What about, don't we have a, the, 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 I got the sound effects, but what about the, don't we have like live news shot people? Oh, you have no idea. How about that? I heard it on the news. Thank you. And I said it was ridiculous, man. Would you hear this? That's it. Would you hear this on any other show? Just know that that comes from this show. That pisses me off so bad. Hey, Ain't nobody got time for that. I love her so much. Anyway, she was she saved herself from the building was on fire. This also, you know, hearing her play that again. I heard on the news. Oh, no, not ain't nobody girl. got time for yeah. that. When you uh, when you hear that, it reminds me to remind you, listener of chewing the fat, a rule that you can live by. Just because someone puts a microphone in front of you doesn't mean you have to speak. I mean, I thank you for it. And the news teams absolutely thank you for it but you're able to say ain't nobody got time for that yes and walk away (laughs) next (laughs) i don't know what that's a donkey and people are applauding the donkey i'm not sure i'm not sure what the donkey just got done doing but i will say he's getting applause for it so he must have done a really good job we did have a guy once At one radio show that I did, we gave away uh, tattoos, and this guy who came here to this country, immigrated from this country, from Colombia, he got the American flag tattooed on his arm. He was so happy because he had just become a citizen the legal way. And he, at that time, we made him. He talked about being in the in the jungles of Colombia fighting the drug lords and he talked about how guys that he was in the military with would do it to donkeys. They would do They would do donkey business and he di- he imitated the donkeys how they sounded. It wasn't like that donkey, but it was like a donkey. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, God. The ice cream truck. You know, that's what we need to do, how we need to get people uh, the vaccine. We need to get people vaccinated with the ice cream trucks. That's a, I, I'm telling you, if they're going to come door to door. Hello? Yes, we were, just, we're here for some, give you some vaccine information. Are you vaccinated or vaccinated? No? Oh, well, you need some information. You should get vaccinated. And here comes the ice cream truck. Oh, there he is. Yeah, there he is. He was up around the corner. And he just pulls up in front of your house, man, and we'll get you vaccinated right now. That's going to happen. That's going to happen. Now, I was waiting to tell you, speaking of being vaccinated, I was waiting to tell you after my second shot, but Pat Gray got all jumpy this morning after he found out I got the first vaccine shot this past weekend. I was fine. I got the shot of some Moderna, and it was fine. Uh, no, I didn't lose my arm. I haven't grown a third tail. I was able to walk by the refrigerator without it pulling me toward it. Magnets weren't flying off the refrigerator to me. I didn't fly to the refrigerator. It was fine. So we'll see what happens after the second one. That comes in a couple of weeks, two or three weeks. It's like four weeks, I think. Something like that, whenever. Whenever I stop in there. Because I, when I stopped into the pharmacy, I was stopped in to pick up another medication, and my pharmacist, I love him, he's a nice guy, he says, uh, Jeff, you haven't got the vaccine yet. And I was like, yeah, no, I hadn't planned on it. I was just, you know, I'm in the hesitant pile. I hadn't planned on it. What are you doing? You need to get the vaccine right now. You're getting it right now. We're going to get you. We're getting it right now. I've got the Moderna. I've got it right here. You're getting it right now. All right, fine. Go ahead. So we'll see what happens in two or three weeks if I actually grow a third tail or something bad happens but for right now all good (coughs) no no seriously i'm fine i'm fine all right two quick friday stories to get you into the weekend okay so a woman who secretly swapped pebbles for diamonds has been arrested i know i didn't even know she was arrested and now she's going to prison uh, incredible five and a half years in prison lulu lakatos lulu was and if you see a picture if this is actually lulu it, the picture i don't think it can be but i've just saying. they i think ap just put up a, a a woman from france and said yeah that's lulu that's her because i don't think it is but they have a picture of lulu 60 years old sentenced to five and a half years in prison for her part in this uh, international gang that fled to France after stealing diamonds from Boodles on New Bond Street in London so uh, the gems have not been recovered by the way okay so according to uh, officials this was an audacious theft carried out in plain view Oh, okay. Really? What happened? Yes, the meticulous planning and execution of this theft reveals to me that those involved were highly skilled criminals. Well, yeah, you haven't arrested them all, and they still have the diamonds. Duh. Who won? So, in the days leading up to the heist, the criminals held a series of meetings with the with the Boodle staff. They wanted to. You know, they were scoping out the joint and uh they pretended to represent a wealthy russian investor who was looking to purchase gems how many times how many times in your life have you said you know if i could just pretend i was a russian investor who was looking to purchase gems they'd just let me have them so uh the lady lucados was born in romania <laughs> right <laughs> of course lived in france and posed as a gem expert. Okay. So, so she inspected the gems. Which included a 20 carat heart shaped diamond. Valued at more than 2.2 million pounds. Good thing it didn't weigh that much. I don't know how much you get. It's tough carrying that bad boy out. So they were individually wrapped and placed in a locked bag. That was supposed to be held in the jeweler's vault. Until payment was received. But swift handed Anna you know, Lakatos, the criminal uh, put the bag back into the safe she diverted the Boodle's expert and switched the bags so she took the diamonds and the bag was you know, the pebbles then one of the employees became suspicious did they? did they took them another day to get suspicious they x-rayed the bag and found out Uh, those are just rocks Uh, Those just pebbles they're not really diamonds oh okay so then they went to the video let's go to the video it's roll tape now i didn't see the video it says there's video but i didn't see it after leaving the store the lady takes off her takes off her jacket and her coat and her scarf boards a high-speed Eurostar Eurostar train to France. Before she gets on the train, she gives the bag to somebody else, one of her accomplices. Oh, okay. Now, the two men who worked with Lakatos had already pled guilty to this with conspiracy to steal. They were sentenced to three years and eight months in prison. Police are still investigating the involvement of two other women, and they don't have the diamonds yet so who won i don't know i would have i would i don't know that i would have she went to prison i said that means she admitted it then she said yeah i did it but i don't have the diamonds she's got no money that that's stings you got to deny you got to deny 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 no you don't let them take you to prison over nothing i don't even have the goods maybe she gets it when she gets out though figure She figures she could do five and a half she takes her money two and a half million pounds And she lives happily ever after. She's already 60, right? She's a 60-year-old gypsy from Romania. She takes the money. She gets out of prison. It's all good, right? One last story. Uh, And this story is the only thing that makes it worthy is why. Why are we doing this, okay? So scientists have now figured out how they can send freeze-dried mouse sperm on a postcard. I mean... Isn't science grand, really? Scientists, you don't have to worry about bottles of mouse sperm breaking in transit. How many times? How many times have I heard my postal worker outside my house yelling and screaming? I'm like, "Well, what's wrong? Oh, another bottle of mouse sperm broke. I got it all over the car. It's melting through the envelopes. Man, how many times? So they have now figured out a way to freeze dry the sperm on a plastic sheet and they can withstand being mailed on a postcard. That's so good. That's so good, that's science being science, man. I love it. Some would say that people have figured out how to move and mail that particular product on paper years and years ago. But I don't think it's viable. I think that's a difference. I think once it hits that kind of paper and is mailed, it's not viable. What these scientists are saying is that they've freeze-dried it, they could mail it on a postcard, and then it'll still create mice, right? If someone were to get a package in the mail with that particular stuff on it, it wouldn't be viable, so don't even worry about it. It's, don't even worry about it. Science has figured it out for you. Okay. Now we also found out that we can use this. They're testing on the on the space centers, and they've birthed mice on the space center from this mouse sperm. I don't want mice in space. The point of going to space is not to have mice or mices or, or mouses or any of it. Oh what about there's uh, cheese on the moon? Oh okay. All right. Fine. There's cheese on the moon. So anyway, uh good news aside from creating mice in space. The good news is we can now send mouse sperm on a postcard. Huh? Science is cool. <laughs>